How is the church like Noah's Ark? And how is it different? Sometimes we think that the church is a place to retreat to, but Dr. Don Davis shares with us in this sixth and final episode about how the church is called to live out the vibrant kingdom life in our world today. Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry, and I'm once again thankful that you join us for this very interesting and inspiring discussion with Dr. Davis. Dr. Don Davis is president of the Urban Ministry Institute. Today we pick it up, reviewing a bit from last time as I asked Dr. Davis what discipleship or disciple-making in the local church looks like on a practical basis. Yeah, that is marvelous. To me, the first thing we would do is we would recognize that being that, that there's no more radical uh, place on earth than a local assembly of believers of Christ. Uh, an assembly, a church, is an outpost of the kingdom. Our citizenship is in heaven. It means... I'll never forget my brother once asked me, he said, are you telling me, Don, I could go to your church and I'm going to hear the very standards of the new order, the kingdom to come of Jesus of Nazareth on earth. If I went there, I'm going to hear how I'm going to be able to see in living color what it means to live uh, in, in the kingdom of God and Christ. I said, yes. At least theoretically, that's what a church is. <laughs> a church is where those of us in our allegiance to Christ, we gather in Christian community to live out the life, the words. We celebrate the triumph and the victory of our Lord Jesus uh, to the glory of God the Father and the power of the Spirit. So the first thing that we would have to do is we would have to recalibrate what we think a church is. We, we, we can't just think it's a place for Christians to gather sort of under siege and separated. Uh, we would, a, a pastor is a person who is called to equip men and women to live out kingdom life in, in, in the world today. So uh, the, we, we, we would need this radical revolutionary vision of local church. And then if we had that, we could begin to train people into the, just the ordinary generic life of the kingdom, that our hearts would celebrate, we would have a believing stance in, in, in the doctrine of Christ, we would, we would have a fighting spirit, all of us would be trained to represent the kingdom, we would share life in common uh, in the sacraments and, and in the life of the church, uh, we would ensure that every single believer, from the moment they confess Christ, were, were trained, baptized, and brought up. Uh, as, a, as a growing believer. And when believers mature, we would help them identify their gifts and find ways then to, to use their gifting to, to raise up others. We could welcome believers into our church, regardless of their race or color or background. And we would ensure that all of them would be befriended in, in, a, in the sort of community where, where our, our number one allegiance would be to Christ. Uh, we would feed each other and care for each other and take the one another seriously. Look, to me, I have the greatest vision uh, on earth of the local church. Uh, that's the way to disciple. We, we would have to transform the way we look at church. Uh, I'll never forget one of my favorite scholars said, uh, uh, the church is like Noah's Ark. <laughs> he said, if, if it weren't for the, the, the storm outside, you couldn't stand the stinkiness inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Very good. Church, churches are stinky. 
Uh, most churches are struggling, but with all due respect, there is no other entity on the face of the earth called to make disciples in the church. Discipleship begins and ends with a church that is healthy and, and bright, filled with the Spirit, where the Word of God is preached and men and women are coming to Christ and sharing their faith. That is the, that is the incubator of discipleship. That's where disciple-making occurs in a church that is healthy. That's how fruit is conserved, where the gospel goes forth, where new believers are welcome. Uh, without that, quite honestly, individual effort, is is only going to be marginally effective. New believers are going to fall to the curb. Um, uh, look, to me, it's as important that I have friends in my church. I'll never forget for years, I used to preach in churches, and I said, how many of you, your best friend is in your local assembly? I just asked them that. And oftentimes, no one raised their hand. Wow. Hmm. They went to church, and they had no friends there. Wow. <laughs> you know, the real issue with disciple-making is not what happens after I, I, we pray the Jesus prayer together. Is what happens next Tuesday night when I'm all by myself. Is there someone in my church who will welcome me and befriend me? Mm. And, you know, in the, in the ancient church, you needed a sponsor to become to become a baptized member of the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we can learn a lot from the ancient church. We, we need stronger churches if we're going to have uh, uh, stronger disciples. Uh, so uh, to me, the key to discipleship in the future is going to be that we really begin to equip ordinary churches with their true vision and their true purpose as these embassies of the kingdom of God who can begin to uh, steward the, the word of God for the sake of the gospel of our God. If we can do that, if we can strengthen our churches, then our disciple-making efforts will be much easier, yeah. I think, yeah. personally. That's great. That's great. Well, Dr. Davis, it's been a, a real pleasure to have you and an honor to have you. Um, like I say, you're highly respected in many circles, so I appreciate your taking the time to visit with me today. As we close, I'm wondering if you would be willing to, to pray for our church today, sure. pray for um, making disciples and just and just whatever is on your heart today. Yes, absolutely. Eternal God, our Father, God and Father of our Lord Jesus, we are we stand in awe of this amazing salvation that has been won for us through the blood of your Son. You sent him for us. And for all these centuries now, uh, everyone who has repented and believed in the good news of his death and resurrection have been welcomed into your family. A family, Father, that you want us to become fully adult, real followers of Christ, disciples and agents of the kingdom of our God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we're desperate, really desperate for your love. Apart from your spirit, apart from your word, apart from the blood of our our Lord, how can we grow? How can we know anything or do anything apart from you? This is why, Lord, we pray. We join our hearts in prayer, Lord, with thanksgiving for the church especially at this time of the COVID crisis and racial unrest and all of the things that are going on economically, all the trepidation and the fear. Lord, in the midst of this fog, a trumpet sound can still be blown. 
that Jesus of Nazareth is Lord, alive forevermore, that the God gospel, the good news of life, is being proclaimed throughout the world, and that, Lord, there's still hope for those who will cling to him in faith. Father, thank you so much for the Navigators. What an amazing organization. All these years dedicated to seeing your son raised up and glorified. Lord, may we continue to make disciples in his name. May through the word and through prayer, through the things that we do in your church, may men and women, boys and girls come to him, believe in him, and become the sort of disciples that honor your great name and further your kingdom. Lord, bless our lives. Make us fruitful. And for the sake of Christ, Lord, may your work of kingdom advance be, be, be perpetrated, be, be, be moved through us. And I pray all of these things, Lord, in the name of your Son, the one true Savior of the world, Jesus of Nazareth, our Lord. Amen. What a fantastic and inspiring vision for the local church, an outpost of kingdom life, not a place to retreat to, but a vibrant example of living as Christ would have us live. We would share life in common. We would ensure that every single believer would be trained, baptized, and brought up in the Lord as we identify their gifts and welcome new believers into our church. Discipleship begins and ends in a healthy local church. For more information about the Urban Ministry Institute, visit tumi, that's T-U-M-I dot O-R-G. For more information about the Kansas Community's Ministry of the Navigators, visit kansasnavs.org. Email us your thoughts or questions at radio at kansasnavs.org. Join us next time as we start a new series with Pastor Philip Wood as we learn more about making disciples naturally. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.